Hello, I'm Claire from Wild Ginger Running, the trail and ultra running YouTube channel. And this is the podcast version of my weekly live chat with an athlete, coach or other running expert. The link to the original film on YouTube is in the show notes. Check out my Instagram and YouTube channel for more training advice, inspiration and gear reviews. Everything is Wild Ginger Running and my blog is wildgingerrunning.co.uk. Support me on Patreon if you enjoy this free advice at patreon.com slash wildgingerrunning. Enjoy this podcast and see you next week for more. Uh, Marcus! Jen! What? Hey! Oh my god, it's 6.30 Jen! Oh my... Oh, hi, uh, yeah, good evening. Um, by book, are you? Uh, yeah, sorry, that's... That's what have we got Patrick Stewart going in the background? Oh, I never invited Patrick Stewart along. That was so random. Hi! Good evening. Well, there we go. Look, straight away, right from word go. Things are falling apart. Now Jen's phone suddenly kicking in. What have I done here? What? What have you done in Always the professional, don't worry, you're in yeah. safe hands. Good evening everybody and welcome to the new Wild Ginger, Wild Ginger version <laughs> 2. Um, and I, I should have gone for a haircut before this kind of lockdown. It's too late in. now, that's it for three months I think. So it's just going to get longer and longer. So over the next three months as we kind of head up Wild Ginger Live on a Wednesday night, you'll just see my hair getting longer and longer and I <laughs> kind of look like I've been uh, stranded on an island somewhere. It's fine, I might not get messy yet. So how's the start of the year going for you, Jen? Yeah, great. Cold and lockdown. Cold and lockdown, yeah. yeah. I think my kind of new year has been summed up. So, you know, I kind of keep all my training in a diary. I use Strava, I use Training Peaks, but I also like to handwrite stuff down. And uh, I needed a new diary. I ordered one a bit late, kind of just after New Year online. It was an absolute bargain, like three ninety nine for this diary. It arrived on Monday, Great. and I was getting ready to kind of start filling it in. And I opened it, and <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty diary, as if let's relive it. You relive twenty twenty, yeah. So um, maybe that's not going to work for my training for this year. Maybe I need to get send that one back, like we should have sent twenty twenty back. Well, good evening, everybody. Look, we're already getting some fantastic comments in. We're trying to keep you updated. Let's bring in. Um, our first guest, <laughs> you may recognise her, you may know her from Wild Ginger Running. It is Claire Maxted. Good evening. Oh, hi, Claire. It's very strange to be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, like having passed the controls, the reins? over to us two? It's probably regretting it after that start where we had random noises coming out of everywhere. I thought... I thought the start was very creative, um, <laughs> very good. <laughs> um, now, I'm just really excited to extend the team of Wild Ginger Running. I just, I don't think everybody needs to be ginger, so it's lovely to have you here as well, Jen. We've got the dog as well. <laughs> and Steve as well. Welcome to Sherlock. Um, yeah, so I just think it's great. Um, I really like working in a bit of a team, and it's really nice when you can handpick the people that you work with. So um, I didn't pick Marcus just because he's ginger <laughs> um, I picked right, you both because I thought well, you'd have some really interesting comments and I thought the banter between you would be really amusing for everybody as well and of course I've interviewed you both on the channel anyway so people know who you are so everyone was really pleased when I said you guys would be taking over the live broadcast so, uh, so an, welcome um, Marcus has like a 
record for the longest interview so are they slightly worried that we're going to be doing three hour epics every Wednesday (laughs) evening Yes, well, I'd be what disappointed what? if you're not doing three-hour epics. <laughs> we're in lockdown. It's fine. We're going to the endurance event. What else are everybody doing other than watching Netflix or stuff on, online? So why not come and join us every Wednesday evening? We've got some great people lined up already. Uh, yeah, come and live it. We're already getting some great comments coming in on the live feed as well. So you can ask questions to Claire during the evening. It's great to see. We've had kind of Matthew Bailey saying hi, Sue Marsh, John Gardner, Terry O'Donnell. Alex the hot 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 Sebastian Oh to Hoto Um Brad Rush <laughs> Abby Nigel all saying hi this evening. Hello everybody. Oh even hello to Sherlock from Abby there. Aww. Yeah, Sherlock as you can see is already um <laughs> taken into the limelight. So if you do have any questions, we are live, so fire the questions in kind of YouTube. We've got some questions from Claire's patrons. And it's great to have you here. I mean so here tonight we're going to be talking about let's see if i can this is really going to be a test isn't it see if i can get the right image up first of all <laughs> we're, we're covering ourselves in this year right? i'll tell you what let, 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 let's change us let's bring claire up a little bit bigger and then we can bring ourselves and oh no look i knew this was going to happen look we've done it one way around already haven't I? don't say we because it, this is not me there we go look at that Look at this, and uh, uh, what are people saying online? This is going to be like, what on earth are these two up to? Just like, there we go. So tonight we are going to be talking about... So, uh, but did, did you get anything in the post today? No, it's oh. coming tomorrow, <laughs> ironically. But I have got the press release in front of me and the PDF. <laughs> Marvellous. Well, I've just put a, the kind of the front cover up next to you. And so, yeah, so tonight we're going to be talking about Claire's new book, The Ultimate Trail Running Handbook. Um, Yay! We- oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> Don't encourage him with the sound effect. <laughs> Slightly concerned that only us can hear that. Who knows? <laughs> we'll, we'll find out when we listen back. And if, they, if you can hear the sound effects on YouTube as well, if you're watching this live, then... Uh, it's uh, yeah we apologize in some respect but yeah so you've got this new book when is the book coming out um tomorrow the 7th of january so anybody Ooh. that's pre-ordered a book it should be winging its way to you imminently fantastic excellent Fan- so we're going to talk about the book we've got some questions already from the patrons on facebook yep we have jen's got some questions <laughs> as well we we have we have been through the book ourselves as well Yes, we have managed um, to have a little look, haven't we? Yeah, so thank you for sending that through. Um, oh, I, there was just one or two... There was one thing I was a bit surprised about, actually. A couple there, of typos. There was, well, no, there was only... <laughs> Did I spell was, my name wrong? <laughs> there, was only, there was only one ginger I could keep seeing in the book. There, there, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I actually missed Marcus and Jen out of the book. Actually, I think there was a reference to me in that book, Claire, because you were oh, talking oh, about oh. what to do with um, race, like oh, medals yeah. and T-shirts, and you were suggesting yeah. making it into coasters, and I was like, oh, has anybody else done that, or is that me in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else who has made their medals into <laughs> coasters. What an amazing idea. I mean, I've got one to, to share with you, because no, they are pretty medals. cool. I'm pretty impressed with what you've done with the medals. Anyway. Anyway, so y
I'll definitely put you in the next book. But yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, so um, we get loads of great comments. So if you are watching it live, say if you've got some questions for Claire about the book, fire them across to us. Um, you can hear the sound effects. So <laughs> no, nobody <Yay>. encourage him. <laughs> no more sound effects. Excellent. By March, that will be even more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's get on with the interview, shall we? Well, my question was also one that came up on the group. And what I liked about the book is like the first thing you write is about how much you hated running at school. And that's it. Yeah, it should be coming on screen now that Emma Morton also had this question for me. So how did you get into trail running in the first place? And that's from me and Emma. Yeah, so I did used to hate running at school. They they always forced me to do it because I was like, you know, like one of the nice kids that you could just force to do things. Whereas like other kids were like, no, where am I doing that? And they wouldn't even turn up. Um, so I always used to get made to do the 800 meters, which is horrendous, as we yeah, all know. Yeah, me too. And the 1500 meters, which is even more horrendous, as we all know. Round a track, five, ten, probably a million times. I don't know how many times it was until they dingled a little bell. And then you've got to go even faster. And so running for me at school was always either freezing cold house cross country in the winter with a tiny skirt on who decided yeah. on that and then it was or it was in the middle of summer and it was doing the 1500 meters or the 800 meters for house cross country and that it was just not a great introduction to running if you're not like really into being an athlete so I'm much more into like looking at nice views and I got on really well with the teachers that did the hiking trips so we used to go on this challenge walk every year to like Wales or somewhere like that and we'd walk like 35 miles in one go which when you're 12 is quite a long way that's a really long way for someone to <laughs> Yeah, we were like the youngest people in the school to do it, like me and a, a group of, of other people. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember um, it was me and a guy called Richard Ridgway and uh, Sally Shaw and Jane Knight. And we like formed this little group and we did the challenge walk age 12 and we were really happy that we did it. Um, yeah, and or it was uh, two lots of 25 miles um, in over two days, this challenge walk. So it was either the 35 miles or the 50 miles over two days. So I really enjoyed doing that. And that was something that I kind of really excelled at. Um, and I didn't know that it was really good endurance training for ultra running later in life. Um, but running just seemed to me to be this horrendous thing that you got shouted at for. And, you know, it was just made you taste blood in your mouth. And you it was horrendous. And because I'm ginger, obviously, and I didn't used to wear makeup when I was younger, obviously. So I used to go bright red with this sort of white bit just here, like a bit of a Hitler moustache just here. Um, and all the boys would like go, oh, Claire Max has gone red already and stuff like that. And when you're 15 years old, like that sort of means something to you. I wish I had just not cared, but it did really affect me when I was when I was little. And I just sort of I've got this one photo of me having done a race and I'm hiding behind the certificate for the race because I'm so oh. red. I look so like to me I looked so ugly but nowadays I wouldn't give a toss I'd be like uh, I've been running um but yeah it took me a long time like after uni to work out that running wasn't this horrendous thing that you had to go as fast as possible um it, it 
it, I sort of combined my love of hiking with just speeding up a little bit, which I think is more what trail running is and how I try to explain trail running to other people. It's just hiking. It's the same concept, going to explore new places and see the nice views. But you're just sort of like running the downhill bits and the flat bits and then hiking the uphill bits, maybe with, with poles even. So it's just like a lightweight version of hiking, fast hiking. So um, I got into it by at uni still doing the races and then you know at work in Peterborough doing the great eastern half marathon and then I just started to do these things called trail races which were just setting up it was the Lakeland trails actually Graham Patton was organizing them and I started doing a couple of those and that's when I thought yes now running is for me that that was the point where I realized oh it's just hiking but sped up a bit and this is enjoyable and it's not round a track and no boys are making fun of me and no teachers are shouting at me and and I don't have to like spill my guts out <laughs> I don't it's supposed to be fun <laughs> I think if we taught PE in a different way at school I think a lot more people would not be put off by running like I was it was only because I'm you know I'm quite a determined person and I wanted to to try new things and do a triathlon and do an adventure race it was only because of that that I decided that I had to be good at running so I think I was actually phobic of running. I was really nervous. You know, if I thought I was going to do a run later in the day, I'd get really nervous. So, yeah, come a long way from running like 20 minutes to running all day. And it's it's just wonderful. <laughs> Fantastic. And what are the favourite places that you've been running? I know you mentioned some of the races in the books, but how about just the trails and views and landscapes that you've seen? Oh, yeah, that's a really great question. So um, more recently, I've really enjoyed running in the Isle of Man. So I did the um, Radna Follen um, coastal trail all the way around the Isle of Man. That was 100 miles-ish in total, and I did it over six days. And loads of people from the Isle of Man that I'd never met before hosted me and ran with me. And um, it was just a really incredible way to see um, this beautiful island. Um, and Radna Follen means way of the girl and there was a lot of sections it was it's kind of a, a thin cliff top cliff top path in the main and a, a lot of the time you were on the same level of, of these huge seabirds um flying and floating around in the wind and it was just amazing experience like I just I love the way that trail running allows you to see the world I just I really like that and um yeah, I, and I've seen a lot of the world through trail running, so I'm really lucky. But that's one of the ones that stands out most recently for me. Brilliant. Yeah, and for those who are watching us live, quite a few people are, are kind of <laughs> sympathetic with me as well. I'm surprised at how at PE was pretty kind of all oh, just football, Alex is saying. And uh, somebody remember Tim. Tim is saying that uh, running was punishment back in school. It was. Um, you had to do, like, extra laps and things like that, didn't you? It was... Yeah, I know, I never, did we always just had to do kind of cleaning and litter picking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of ties in nicely, kind of. So um, Mick was also asking, what is your kind of biggest or what you feel is your favourite running achievement in terms of a kind of a race, a distance, a route, or or a PR, your personal record? Do you have anything Ooh. which you kind of go? Ooh. 
Yeah, that's a really good question. Like, I'm, I am really proud of doing that um, Isle of Man six-dayer, um, mm. actually, because I had previously, like the previous year, failed to do the Cape Wrath Ultra, which I know Marcus has actually won. <laughs> so um, I had failed to do that, and it was it was just too long and too far for me personally to enjoy. And so that was the first... Um, sort of multi-dayer that I hadn't slogged my guts out and I'd I'd made a little film every day and I'd met really cool people and we'd picked up litter as well on the way as punishment and it was really good and, and I'm really proud of the fact that I did that and that's sort of my thing now is to do these big long things well when um, you know when I've stopped being pregnant and when COVID goes away I'm going to start doing these things again I've got I really want to do the UTMB but over six days um, it's actually a holiday with tracks and trails that I'm I'm going to video each day and you know you can sign up and join me if you want it's on their website tracks and trails UTMB trip um and yeah so I am really proud of those things nowadays but if you'd asked me before it probably would be my Bob Graham which I did I didn't actually do it within 24 hours I did it in 26 and a half hours um the weather was horrendous that's my excuse <laughs> but it was I feel I've still done it like I don't, I'm not in the club but I've done it so I am very proud of that achievement um I would never do anything like that again because I'm I'm not into like beasting myself and killing myself anymore um so I'm proud that I've done that anyway and then the other thing I'm proud of is that I um, trained really hard once for a half marathon so I've got quite a good well I consider it a good half marathon time for me it's one hour and 37 minutes and while I was doing that I did um, a good effort on my park run time so I've got like 20 minutes 54 or something and then 10k time is like 43 minutes maybe 47 minutes I can't remember but I'm quite pleased of what I've done and because I've done that and I've been there and I've gone I've put in the hard work and I've gone right I've done that now I'm like right I'm like an old person now I'm just like oh I just want to look about at the scenery <laughs> and then when I get even older I'll probably just walk <laughs> <laughs> do you mean older <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no worry, not as old as Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Ancient. Can I, can I just say for those who are kind of um, either watching this live or listening to us back or listening to it on the podcast, if there's some weird background noise you can hear, some kind of almost kind of slight roaring in the background or just gentle up and down noise, Sherlock is in between us, our beagle, and he's snoring away. Um, and I can see on our on our on our mic that it's picking yeah, up. Like I can, yeah, Tony. <laughs> Hi, Tony O'Donnell, and yeah, <laughs> Sherlock does snore loudly, but I can't. I don't know if that's louder than your wife. I can't say that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So we do apologise if you can hear some kind of like weird background noise. Um, We've not eaten too much Brussels sprouts post Christmas. Um, it, it's just Sherlock. So Claire, right? Next question, like I have, is I know from getting into trail running to then having a career where you're like editing trail running magazine. That seems to be like, how did that happen? How did you make a career out of it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a bit extreme, isn't it? Taking a phobia of running and then making a career. Um, um, well. Uh, I wor 
worked on trail magazines. I always knew that I wanted to be a writer. I worked at uni, at school in uni. I always wrote like all the trips up and I was the editor of the travel section on the student direct at Manchester Uni. So I always knew that I wanted to kind of go down the sort of outdoor journalism path. Um, and trail was my sort of dream job. And so I basically pestered them with email after email after email. This was shortly after email actually came in. <laughs> Not everyone had an email address at that point. And I basically badgered them and harassed them so much that they like capitulated and relented to give me some work experience for a week. So I went there and I sat there and I did my work experience for a week. And the editor, um, who's now the editor of Country Walking, actually, Guy Proctor, he said um, he was really impressed with what I'd done and like what I'd achieved in the week. And they'd actually published some of my stuff as a student. So I was like, oh, brilliant. That's great. And then so when a job came up, um, he emailed me like a couple of months later saying an opening's come up um, would you like to um, apply for it so I did and I went for the interview and I got the job so that was really nice the only downside to that was I was living in Manchester which I'd chosen as a university because it's really near the lakes and North Wales and the Peak District for all this like hiking I was in a mountain bike club I was in the hiking club I was like little miss join every club in the world and I had to move to Peterborough for this job on this amazing mountain magazine and I couldn't really work out why it was there but it's part of a huge publishing company called well it was EMAP back in the day but it's Bauer Media now and they publish just loads of magazines um, down here in Peterborough so uh, I've escaped on and off like as a freelancer I lived in Sheffield for a bit um, but yeah I started work on trail I worked there for I think five years 2005 to 2010 and then the editor of trail at the time Matt Swain absolutely fantastic guy he teaches journalism in Cardiff now um, he taught me like everything I knew because I basically blagged my way in there. I didn't have a journalism qualification. I did a geography degree and then just sort of like blagged my way in to, to, these, to these jobs and didn't know what I was doing. Matt taught me everything that I knew. And then in 2005, we were at this trade show and everybody was diversifying into either mountain biking or trail running. And so Matt and this advertising guy saw an opportunity in the market to sort of make a, a one-off trail running magazine. And I had at that time started doing those Lakeland trail runs that Graham Patton organises. And Matt said to me, can you edit this supplement as part of like your career development? And I was like, oh yeah, definitely. That sounds great. Um, he kind of held my hand all the way through it. Um, and, but it ended up being a 144-page magazine. Um, so with his help, I edited it, and um, it was so well received that um, we had to do another one. Um, and then we had to do four, and then we had to do six in a year. And it's still bi-monthly, it's still six in a year. But I basically, yeah, set it off, like co-founded it with Matt we um, and the designer. And uh, yeah, it was just me and Laura, the designer, that worked on it to start with. Um, but yeah, it was just a bit of a side project that became a, a bigger thing. Um, I, I kind of was in the right place at the right time doing the right thing by accident. So it was it was kind of half being in the right place at the right time, knowing the right people and being really enthusiastic and doing a bit of running. <laughs> so, yeah, so I did that for like seven years and, um, and, and then I escaped again. <laughs> and yeah, so that brings us on to your new project which has been your book so tell us a little bit how that about how that started and where the, that idea came from the book so 
the book um I've, I always wanted to write a book because after writing all these magazines, you write the magazine and then the next month you have to kind of write the same thing in a slightly different way. And then after three years on the magazine, you kind of feel like I've kind of written this now. I've kind of, I've, we're talking about the same thing again now. Um, all magazines have sort of a three or four year lifespan where the, the trick to keeping people involved is to then package things in a different way, make it look different in design, like maybe like start a community which is doing something or um, or the, well, the gear reviews are always new as well. But you kind of get to the point where you've said all of the advice and you're, you're like trying to say it again in different ways. So after seven years of doing this, I was like, I need to sort of um, collate it all into a book. And then if someone asks you a question, you can just go here, here's a whole book on it, rather than trying to find it in some magazine of like a, on a, like seven years of magazines. So it just seemed like quite a natural thing to put all of the knowledge that I'd learned of seven years of trail running magazine into a book. And it just so happened that I met um, the ladies from Bloomsbury Publishing at uh, the outdoor, um, at the running show. I'd done a few bits and bobs for them in helping to launch their other books, like doing Q and A's with like Vassos. I helped to launch Vassos's book and I did a, like a Q and A with um, Anita Bean, one of their um, one of their running cookbook authors, John Brewer, who um, is a marathon sports psychologist, I mean sports, um, what do you call it, sports expert person, <laughs> and, um, and Vassos was there as well. So I would like host the Q&As with their authors and stuff. So they kind of knew me, and I just sort of kind of kept gently pestering them. And then the running show last year, or was it the year before, they suddenly thought, oh my goodness, trail running is big. And they thought, oh, it's big enough for us to do a book. Um, so they said, right, do a book. Um, it was 2019 that I wrote the book. Um, and then this year, the 2020 was all about designing the book and it actually went to press in September, just um, in 2020. So it took a lot longer time scale than I'm used to for a magazine. Um, but yeah, I'm really pleased with, with, with how they've designed it and um, the diversity of like people in the pictures because I just think they've done a lovely job of making it seem like exciting and colorful and, and um, yeah, and everything that trail running is in the real world. It is. It is fantastic. Really colourful. Loads of beautiful pictures all across the world. Yeah. Um, how would you describe the book? To because obviously it's not out until tomorrow, so a lot of people or nobody has it in their hands. Not even you. So how do you describe it? What What would you say? Oh, um, I would say it's like a, a, a little piece of joy that you can buy. <laughs> you know, like if trail running's all already your favourite hobby, and this book will just confirm that and you'll get some lovely tips from experts and some real nice real life stories from read from from real runners in there um but if you've never run before then um well if you've never trail run before then it's it's probably the 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 best thing you can get because it just it's a little bit of everything it's kind of a smorgasbord of everything you need to know to start trail running or become better at trail running so um i really would say it's like the ultimate companion really it's very i hope i've written it in a very friendly way very accessible way um and i just hope that the book is like your friend like <laughs> that's what that's that's how i would describe the book it's got so much in just from kit from mindset 
recipes, training plans. It just covers yeah, yeah. the whole thing, doesn't it? Races. And even our friend Stu. <laughs> of course, this is the one bit that you've picked out of the book. Taunting <laughs> outside by, by Mr. Stu Smith. <laughs> yeah, just... I mean, but I mean, it's it picks so much that it's in that book. Well, it's kind of a comment from Stu. So we, you know, Stu got in the book. We didn't, but you know, um, Joe Faulkner was in it. Joe Faulkner was in there as well as many other. Dave Taylor. Yeah, names, names I saw in there. But but yeah, no. I mean, but it is good reminding about that kind of trail equity, isn't it? You know how you behave on the trail, and even in like UTMB, you're given bags should you need to go on the trail um but kind of leads on to one of your uh, your patrons on the facebook group also if i get the right question i don't know if you'll be able to kind of remember this if you've not kind of been reading the book regularly oh is this and, testing her uh, um, um what is it let's uh mm. yeah not, good. Should, should we go oh. for that one i was gonna actually go probably that was good um Oh no! See, this is the the life. This is how we are. Very live. Should we go for that one then? <laughs> Let, let's go for this question then, Jen. Here we go. I oh, know that's the same one. This is everybody. Just hold on tight to your seat. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a question for you. So, of all the advice and tips in the book, this is from Matt Walker. From Matt Walker. Yeah. What is the most important thing to get right? Oh, to get right. Yeah, of oh, all the tips in the crap. book, they're so not just about how to poo off a trail. <laughs> there are more tips in the book than yeah. that. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, uh, the most important thing that I feel is important to get right is that you enjoy your running. Like, I know it's very cliched and I know a lot of people say it, but if you're not, like, we have to do so many things in life that we don't enjoy, like tax returns if you're yeah. self-employed or if you're not self-employed, going to work for another person like it's just like there's so many things putting the bins out like doing washing up like um changing dirty nappies which will happen soon for me like there's so many things in life that you have to do that aren't enjoyable so running and trail running in particular should be something that you really really love and look forward to and don't consider it a chore and don't put too much pressure on yourself to to do to do anything too crazy <laughs> and so that so that basically you fall out of love with it so that would be the most important tip um from from my point of view as an older person now that's sort of done all the, the challenges <laughs> proper old lady I'm like, you're not retiring you're going on maternity leave <laughs> i'm quite old i'm nearly 40 <laughs> next uh, in a couple of weeks i'll be 38 so i am actually like <coughs> you're know, younger, younger than, than us <laughs> you're younger than your new hosts i thought she was at least the same age as me <laughs> and then yeah. that's also got another book um, question sorry about more the process of the book so he says from a writing question what were the most enjoyable but what um what were the most frustrating parts of creating the book oh the most difficult part was the training plans me and dave taylor like went through these like i was sending them back and forth to him and like i was on the phone to him for like a couple of hours at least in total which was really really nice of him um i actually sent him some beer in the end because he'd helped me so much um but it was that was the difficult part because everybody's so different so to create a generic training plan for trail running uh, like the races are all completely different depending on like you know it's not like a, a half 
it's not like a half marathon on road where you can go I'm very sure that this will take you this time if you're this level a trail run can be anything on the day it could be completely different from the year before like the Edale skyline has been cancelled because it's been too hot before in March and it's hoping we can it Oh, we're, we're back. back we're back yeah yeah back. sorry about that the joys of living in rural peak district um that kind of the dodgy connection the wires must probably somebody tripped over the wire or something and that kind of pulled it to come out of the plug <laughs> yeah. fingers crossed that doesn't happen every so we've got sorry. frustrating was trying to do the training plans to you yeah. know a one-size-fits-all when when that's yeah. just impossible what about the most enjoyable part of yeah because so, i think fiona asked that question yeah. florence florence Must even go. sorry yeah. i should put my glasses on <laughs> i'll just do a blanket <laughs> apology to anybody's name that marcus has pronounced <laughs> ah, there we go yes yeah, yeah see even matthew bailey said coming from 45 he's 45 this is what happens when you get over 45 your eyesight <laughs> Very so Florence Maskell has said, what was your favourite chapter of the book to write? Yeah, oh, the favourite chapter. I think I really liked the intro bits because they were the bits where I got to sort of eulogise about trail running and how brilliant it is and how it's scientifically proven to make you like make your mental health better make your physical health better it's uh, better for your body than road running because there's less chance of injuries with the repetitive strain and I just uh, really liked that first section because it was just me just going do the thing that I love like <laughs> to everyone I really enjoyed that bit that was a good bit to write and then it was really nice doing the photo shoot as well because I got to like do all the exercises and that was quite fun Did you um, have a... I, and uh, I quite liked um, doing the gear as well because I'm, I'm quite into gear like I, I really like um, to um, try finding out what gear would be best for people so it was really one? nice for me to sort of put yeah we're just together. putting a photo up of you this is actually the the photo shoot happening oh, yeah, um happening. but there's quite some quite a, a lot of photos in the book you go through yoga and strength and conditioning and foam rolling and all sorts of things don't you mm, yeah and some of those demos will be available from tomorrow at seven o'clock in the morning there'll be a foam rolling demo there's cadence explained from shane benzie and there's uh, taping films as well so they'll be in a little playlist on my youtube channel just because we thought that they needed a little bit more explanation um, and I might add to them as, as we go through as as well through the year. You know, if people contact me saying, this doesn't make sense, Claire. <laughs> Florence also asked in the question as well, do you have like a favourite piece of gear or Ooh. recommendation of a book? Which, yeah, and as a, as a trail runner, that's kind of a bit of a kind of Pandora's yeah. box, isn't it? You know, we all have loads of different bits. And it's quite to say, what is your one favourite piece go of on, gear? Go on, say poles and upset everyone. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say poles. I would say um, one of my favourite bits of kit is a backpack, a trail running backpack that's properly well designed. It really floats my boat because, um, yeah, you can even use road shoes to trail run if it's not too muddy. Um, so, uh, like, shoes is not, like, a, a big thing, but I think a backpack is really good, something where you can reach everything really well up front and then you can even reach down the back there, um, probably five to ten litres, that kind of capacity. And the one I've been using most and eulogising about, and it's in the book, actually, um, is the Camelback 
um, I think it's oh, it's called the Ultra Pro Ladies Fit um, Seven Liter Backpack. I really like that one. Um, but then, if you want a cheaper version of one that I helped design, go for the Harrier um, Kerber Five Liter Running Pack because that is um, yeah, it's got loads of pockets, loads of good cool features on it, um, and it's it's one of my favourites at the moment as well. So yeah, a good back, a well designed backpack really floats my boat gear wise, Florence. And have you found that your gear has fitted you throughout pregnancy as well? Because there is a section on the book about pregnancy, which is why I thought it was written a little bit more um, recently. But you must have had to put that in because you do talk about your own pregnancy and that and how. A little bit about how you ran through it so how's that been um why you've been pregnant because i can imagine backpacks and things like that start oh marcus is putting a photo up of you you and your bump running past oh, an amazing yeah. location is that your but, house <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so how's yeah. that been Oh yeah, so kit, kit kit wise, yeah, I did. I wanted to write like a a bit about pregnancy in the book, but I would really like to write a book on running and pregnancy later on. So I've I've made loads of notes during being pregnant. Um, but while I was writing the book in 2019, I was actually pregnant. My first pregnancy ended after three months. I had a miscarriage. Um, and a lot of the running books that I was reading, like there's nothing on that in there. So I was just a bit annoyed about that because I just immediately immediately felt shut out of all these books um, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to sort of highlight that in there and I think in the book I wrote that I had a miscarriage but the second one is going really well which is is still in here so it's all good um, so yeah so I didn't need any new clothes then um, and I hadn't I didn't really feel it apart from being really out of breath um, but this pregnancy I have tried to run as much as possible but um, if I'm being completely honest with you, it hasn't been a very pleasant running experience because the bladder just gets squished. You need the loo like all the time. Um, and yeah, sometimes you get like trapped wind pains as well, which is really unpleasant. So I've been sort of kidding myself that I've been running right up to 36 weeks, which is about kind of the eighth month, I think. Um, but actually, it's been more like jogging, run walking um, and um, yeah, in terms of clothing, I did buy a bump band thing. Um, and some of the pictures that I've put on social media have been with me wearing that, but I didn't really get on with that very well at all. Um, I did use it to cycle with just to keep that area warm because I didn't have anything that covered the air, <laughs> like the, the, the bump. So I used it just with my normal kit to keep warm. Um, everything's quite stretchy. So even this t-shirt is just stretching around the bump. Um, I haven't bought any running leggings because I stopped running a couple of weeks ago and my leggings still fitted the stretchiest ones I had were a pair of Howie, Howie's three-quarter leggings and they just sort of went under the bump so that was that was fine I just wore them all the time um I can't fit into any other ones and now I just walk so I walk actually in my normal like cotton leggings with a kind of a bump thing that goes up so I just walk with them and a, and a dress <laughs> a stretchy dress <laughs> So I was actually thinking of contacting... Actually, Arm. what I'm wearing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking of contacting Arm because I've been really enjoying hiking in these, like, leggings, a stretchy dress and hiking boots. And I just think it's a really great combo. It keeps your thighs really warm and you don't have the whole, like, oh, and get, like, you know 
tight around your waist things aren't that comfy are they and then your kidneys get cold so I've been thinking of of um developing some kind of dress hiking dress with the arm <laughs> but they don't so you're really starting to wind down with these new books and new clothing lines coming out <laughs> yeah oh, the other really interesting thing about running when pregnant was in the early start the start of the pregnancy both of them actually my um my boobs <laughs> became really massive like and really mm. painful they're not anymore which is great but I used to have to wear a running pack as well as a full-on sports bra to sort of batten them down so that they weren't painful. Oh, I thought the running pack would be the opposite, that that would be really uncomfortable. No, because no, <laughs> the uncomfortable bit was when they would move around. So the sports bra wasn't enough anymore. Strap them in. Wear a small running pack and really strap it down. Um, so that really worked. But now it, it's fine again. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they just ballooned in the early stages. So we've got some live questions coming in. There's one from Chris Marrett. Hi, Chris. And he says, um, what one thing did you learn during the process of writing it? Um, what did I learn? Oh, that's... I'm not sure if that means about yourself rather oh, than just God. trail running. Or about writing. <laughs> oh. oh, I He suppose... says you set out to put everything you'd learned so far about trailing in the book, I think you said earlier. Yeah. And so Chris is angry. So, you know, I, is there anything after when you've written? You go, oh, yeah, that's. Yeah, I think what I learned was, wow, I really do know a lot of things about trail running after being in this job for like ten years now. Um, but I immediately was like, I thought I knew these things, but because it's now going in a book, I now need to double check everything. <laughs> I made loads of people read the book just because I was really paranoid of make, making some fundamental error. Um, so that was interesting. Um, it was, everyone's like, oh, how on earth did you fit that in writing a book? But actually writing's my first skill and my first love it, as a career. So it was actually quite straightforward for me to write it all. And I'd pretty much been writing it for seven years in the magazine anyway so that side was very easy and I, I don't know if I learned anything about writing particularly um, but um, I just it was really nice to include real runners stories and I, I learned that there are a, a lot of different ways into trail running there's a lot of different approaches to trail running and there's a lot of people that take joy from different elements in trail running and there's no sort of one size fits all I think is I kind of knew that already but it just the book reinforced that that everybody um they need to find their own way in trail running like not everyone wants to eat the same things or wear the same things run in the same places so that was a really nice thing to sort of discover as well and and I I really liked I really like the way that um that Bloomsbury and I worked really hard to get a diverse representation of people in all the pictures like we should there should be pictures of like old people young people black people white people Chinese people um whatever other kinds of people there are in the world I just wanted to represent like a lot of different people in trail running so that people would read the book and go ah oh, there's me you know at least on one or two pages like oh there's me there's me I didn't want it just full of ginger people <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have our own trail running book we'll have our day <laughs> <laughs> there will be a ginger prime minister one day <laughs> yeah <laughs> excellent fantastic yeah I, I, it's great you saying like um earlier about one of the key things you know about what is so important about training traveling in through the book as well about having fun 
and that kind of so resonates with how you know we were talking at the beginning of the interview wasn't it you know about how you hated running at school and, and part of that I think what people hate running at school or when they're younger is because it's not not fun um you know there's no I, I was really lucky that I was introduced to running through volunteering and that I found loads of fun because you're just running around the forest with a map getting lost part of the time but also having like a micro adventure with a map and compass but I think that's one of the key things isn't it to get people running and trail running does give you the opportunity to be fun to be childlike to kind of just have a little adventure even if it's in your local woodland running around jumping over logs and getting muddy which we kind of seem to have lost track of doing sometimes. <laughs> well, I was quite lucky that I grew up in the Peak District and so had my local, uh, my cross country at school was pretty much felt races. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've got um, one more question, isn't it, from the, the, the patrons, isn't it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's Leon, isn't it? I'm Leon Young, do you want me to translate, <laughs> Grandad? Can you read it? I, put, I, put, I can't read that. <laughs> I'm gonna screw you, chance of reading that, Mr. Leon Young has got. I think this is a bit tongue-in-cheek, actually, from Leon. Do you not think that getting pregnant is an extreme way to get to be interviewed about your new book? <laughs> oh yes, yes, I have already replied to him on Facebook. Kit. Yes, it's just it's just all-round attention-seeking. <laughs> no, we've been, we've been trying for a couple of years to get pregnant, so it is a massive coincidence. Like I was writing books because I was like, well, at least I'll give birth to one thing in 2021. Um, so yeah, it was a uh, not planned that they would be in the same month, but um, they are, and they're not quite close enough to call it twins. Um, the book was due out on the 21st and the baby's due on the 17th of January. So I was calling that twins for a while, but then they moved it forward to the 7th. So, um, so the book's your first baby. baby. Tomorrow, you never know. <laughs> Guy has come in with a live question, which I think is a really good question because, you know, there's a lot in the book, but surely there were some things that you either had to leave out because of space or other reasons. So Guy says, did you have anything that you wanted to put in the book but didn't? Yes, yes, we had to take out like a whole chapter because, like, believe it or not, there's like 60,000 words in the book and that was the limit. <laughs> they said to me, Claire, write 50 to 60,000 words. I wrote 65,000 words off. <laughs> so are we allowed to know what the missing chapter was or about? Is it, or is, or is that like, for the, it's the yeah, second book? <laughs> The sequel, yeah. Well, the missing chapter was um, was amazing people. So, like athletes and legendary trail runners, um, and led yeah, like legendary fell runners and legendary athletes to follow right now. And I just found that I couldn't whittle it down really. Like, um, and I just thought this will date the book as well because you know, reading it in you know, if there's another edition in five years' time, all those people will have moved on, and they'll be like, why didn't you include? this person and that kind of thing so we decided to chop that bit um and make a bit more of the races section because those are the things that people can definitely go and do um well uh hopefully next year (laughs) yeah because you've got a section about kind of favorite races legendary races you've got some crazy races in there as well haven't you yeah some crazy races but yeah there was a whole section on like you know, like Killian Jornet, Emily Forsberg, you know, Ricky Lightfoot, Steve Birkenshaw, Sabrina Vergy, like uh, Beth Pascal. There's just so many people that I wanted to mention in there, but I just 
uh, what like Jasmine Paris, like Joss Naylor, Billy Bland, and it just was so big. And then then you were like, oh well, what about the American ones? Like what about and then what about the South African like Ryan Sands and yeah, who, who do you leave out? And like Marcus Scottney, Jen Scottney. <laughs> Hang on, was that an after that? <laughs> <laughs> that was your bit. Bottom of the list. It's humbling for us. It's humbling. You know, we're, we're, Carrie we're... Anderson's put an alive comment. Well. That's the next book sorted, Legends of the Fell. Yeah. Chris Marritt's brought up quite a touchy subject by saying that that will be the chapter which mentions Sherlock and not Marcus, which I think is a reference to the Vassos book. Yeah. That has the photo of Sherlock. Sherlock and not Marcus. Well, there was a whole chapter about It was just photos, photos. No no, no photo. I I don't appear next to Jasmine Paris or... Kind of Billy Bland or Jez Bragg or Millie uh, Anderson, but hey, um, it's okay. You know, I am I am over it slightly. <laughs> you sound over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I pretty much am. Vassos <laughs> actually wrote the forward to this book. Um, Vassos wrote me a little forward, um, and in the interest of equality, I wanted a male and a female forward. So I've got Emily Forsbeck as well, which was really nice of her to write a lovely forward for the book as well, because I've always really admired Emily, and I've met her a few times at races and interviewed her quite a few times so I I just um she her spirit of trail running and her enjoyment of trail running really shines through and I just thought she's the person that I'd like to sort of um yeah to be the the face of the forward of the book because she just has the same attitude as as me I think and just go and enjoy it and obviously she's a lot better but you know faster but because that's just answering kind of Tony O'Donnell's question as well: Who's your running hero slash heroine? That's too yeah. hard, isn't it, to pick it's, one? <laughs> Marcus and Jen Scottney. <laughs> no. <laughs> Would it be Emily? Because she because Emily's also got a quote on the book, isn't she? As well on the back when I was kind of going through some of the stuff you'd sent through. Um, she's written a really nice quote for the for the book. I don't know if I can get the picture up, get the right one. This could be quite touch and go here no that's not the one Let, let's try another one this is so live isn't it there we go ah, let me move that to one side and she put if you, i can't read that now if you're that. in the slightest bit interested in trail running this book is for you is what she put Oh yeah she wrote really lovely forward for me it was really nice because she's obviously really busy like everyone wants a piece of Emily Forsberg she's got a kid now like Killian's doing all his thing she's doing all her thing and she found the time to write this really lovely forward for me so yeah thank you so much to Emily Emily for that because it's just really made my day and yeah she is one of my trail running heroes um uh, yeah, she is as well. Like Sabrina Vergy, she's pretty badass as well, isn't she? She's really cleaning it up right now. Um, yeah, I, I, and you know what? I really, um, really admire, uh, admire Damien as well, Damien Hall. Um, and not just because he keeps breaking FKTs and stuff, um, just because he, I like his writing style. He used to write for me on trail running magazines. I like his um, writing style he always is very amusing with that and I also really like that he picked up a load of litter on his Pennine Way FKT I just thought that was really admirable he did it plastic free and he really promotes like an eco-friendly sort of um, give back to the environment and give back to the community type of of running and I, I feel like 
that achievement like for me I'm more I admire that even more than running fast like for him to go and do that like I just think that's absolutely fantastic so yeah that's where that's where I'm I'm going now I'm, I'm less about like oh someone did something really fast but oh someone picked up all the litter like that's that's what my mindset is now yeah I mean he's he's using his platform as, as an international almost kind of celebrity runner to highlight global issues of global warming and you know how we could live more ethically and looking after the environment as well which you know as trail runners we're really fortunate that we go into that kind of very delicate sensitive environment and you know if we're not careful we can do damage to it <coughs> by dropping litter not you know accidentally in races but you know when we're out <coughs> I think um, that comes up in the book as well, doesn't it? You mentioned about like the travelling to races and some of the organisations that help make um, events more sustainable. And yeah, there is an eco-friendly DPS double-page spread in the book as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bit of jargon there as well for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, so I think this is a good question to end with. So Sue Marsh is saying, you've conquered magazines, written a book, have an amazing YouTube community. Well, we'll see if you still have that in three months. <laughs> um, what's next? <laughs> what's next in your career? Oh, having a baby. <laughs> the next part is to, yeah, to grow Wild Ginger Running YouTube channel. Um, like, obviously, I'm going to, like, I'm going to have a baby. I'm hopefully going to have, like, I don't know, one more, two more. I don't know, maybe three more. I don't know how much I can handle. <laughs> and, uh, just hang on. Just, is, Steve, is Steve it? <laughs> so, <laughs> Does Steve know this? Is he going to be, watch? Does he go, what? Hey, what? No. <laughs> another one so like part of this maternity leave is also testing out using a bit of a wider team for wild ginger running so that hmm. hopefully i can sort of expand it to to cover a few more people like i've got some different people doing some gear tests for me i've got you guys doing the live john nyston's going to cover the competition um uh, the guy who designed my website he's covering the po- making the podcast and the blog and stuff I already use um, uh, Marco um, to edit some of my films so I just um, I would like to turn Wild Ginger Running into a bit more of a team effort because I think it's nice to always see one person there and it's nice to have like a spearhead person but I think it'll be even nicer if there's a nice little team thing going and lots of different opinions and lots of yeah just make it a bit more exciting and um yeah so so that i can have a bit more time like bringing up <laughs> and uh, well there's been lots of work <laughs> <laughs> in your plan for world domination uh, <laughs> yeah. there's lots of people wishing you lots of um good luck for the baby and all the best on the comments as Thanks, well guys. <laughs> it's so nice now watching it's really weird not to see it all i'll have to go and watch it back. <laughs> like we're all talking about you behind your back yeah everyone's rude comments about me <laughs> no yeah, there's not been yeah. too many rude ones <laughs> i think not they're about many. us too <laughs> if we were about the presenters about how recently got patrick stewart's and appearing when i went to look at youtube it'll be slick just by the time you come back kind of way. yeah we'll get some right pictures coming up anyway well we will wish you all the best claire get your feet up and don't write too many books in your maternity leave <laughs> yeah error <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for being our first guest as we take over 
It's my pleasure. Thank you guys for taking over. I know it's going to be <laughs> wonderful. Fantastic. Excellent. So we're just going to close Claire down and we'll just do a little closing bit. Here we go. Oh, that nearly worked, didn't it? Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Oh, hang on. We can still hear Claire in the background. <laughs> Oh, it's like having some kind of big brother watching you. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I, I hope you've enjoyed this evening as we've uh, interviewed Claire. Um, this will be going on to YouTube very shortly, so you can watch it back if you want. You know, want some more tips from Claire um, and on the podcast. And next week we have. Rini McGregor joining us, don't we? We do. We've got Rini McGregor talking about nutrition, diet, running, body image, lots of things happening there. I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, so it's off the beginning of the new year. People kind of set that resolution, don't they? Of kind of wanting to look after their diet. So hopefully lots of tips there for trial runners and running and just general health. But we hope you've enjoyed this evening. We apologise for Sherlock snoring. Hopefully that wasn't too <laughs> bad in the background for you and kind of too much of a distraction. And um, We promise over the next few weeks we'll maybe get more and more slicker um, as we go along. So thank you for joining Thanks, us. Everybody. Have Bye -bye. a good rest of the week. Stay safe. All the best. Hi, it's Claire here. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. These live chats take place every Wednesday evening at 6.30pm UK time on World Ginger Running YouTube channel. And the link is in the show notes. I just wanted to let you know that you can find this and loads more advice and inspiration and gear tests all about trail and ultra running on my YouTube channel, Wild Ginger Running. There are training tips, advice from elite athletes, top coaches, nutritious recipes, key exercises, injury prevention information, and tons of trail kit reviewed from running packs to poles, waterproofs to head torches, GPS watches, and shoes, 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 and did I mention shoes? I've been going for a few years now, so there's a huge archive of content to help you out with your trail and ultra running. To quickly and easily find the information you need, simply type your query into the Google search box and then write Wild Ginger Running after it. Then Google will show you whatever blog posts or films I have on that topic. Give it a try. And if you appreciate listening and all the information that I share on YouTube, you're also very welcome to support me on Patreon, which gets you some additional excellent perks and the chance to win some awesome prizes. For as little as the price of a cup of coffee every month, patrons get discounts, extra films, access to the exclusive Facebook and Strava groups, the chance to ask questions to every live chat guest, plus automatic entry into my monthly competition to win £400 worth of trail and ultra running gear. There are only about 150 patrons, so the odds on a win are way better than the lottery. Interested? Find me at patreon.com slash wildgingerrunning. Thanks for listening, guys. Have fun, enjoy your run, and I'll see you on the trails.